Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're talking options. We're going to get a one-on-one on what options are, how you can buy and sell them, the risk that's involved. We'll talk about using options to manage risk. And also using options just to make straight up money. I'm Andy Gersher. This is Gaines. We're talking options today. I'm bringing on Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers in Chicago. Uh, check out Matt's blog at blueworldam.com. Uh, hey, Matt, uh, glad to have you back on the uh, Gaines podcast. Hey, absolutely excited to be invited back. And, uh, you know, today uh, we're talking options. Wanted to give the Gaines listener uh, the very basics and like as as I mentioned in the lead, you can use options to hedge a position. You can use options to make just straight up money. So uh, let's you know delve right in. So Matt, you even teach this stuff uh, in seminars. So let's just start where you start when you're talking to newbies to all of this. So uh, a lot of uh, gains listeners, I'm sure they've heard about options, but Matt, you know, explain to the Gaines listener what an option actually is. Okay, and what I'm going to say here is extraordinarily important. Uh, like you said, I, I do, I teach a seminar called Money is a Second Language. I teach this in uh, finance and business and accounting classes in, uh, you know, universities around the country and, uh, and all that. And where I start in that seminar is I start from zero, assuming everybody in the class knows nothing. And I say, by the end of this, you're going to leave with a very, very powerful vocabulary. One thing real quick, too, with this, Matt. So uh, we're going to assume that, you know, because if you've, you've been listening to the Gaines podcast, we're going to assume, you know, our listeners understand stocks and, and how to buy and sell. And then we're going to kind of, with that level of understanding that, you know, everybody who listens to the podcast kind of knows about stocks and what they're about. So kind of we'll play off with the knowledge that the listener knows about stocks. Maybe they buy and sell. They're, you know, they follow, they'll watch them in their 401k. Some have Robinhood accounts and some things like that. So we'll just kind of take it from there. Okay. And I'm, I'm glad you said that uh, because that's where I was going here is, I'm going to make assumptions that if you're uh, if you're a gains listener, you already know a lot about stocks. 
what I do want to say is that as we move into options, because we're not going to cover, I, when, when I'm doing the seminar, we start with philosophy, we go to bonds, stocks, and options. And I'm fond of saying options are why you came. Options is the thing that will tie everything else together. So I don't want anybody thinking that you know they can listen to you know this this 30 40 minutes that we're going to talk about this and run right out and start trading options that it, it doesn't work that way okay uh, but to get their beak wet that's where you come in so right. um, so so the nuts and bolts you know just starting with and as as they relate to stocks what is an option okay. Uh, options got a really, really bad rap uh, back in the crash of, uh, of 87, uh, and that's because a lot of investors who took it on the chin took it on, a, on the chin with options. Since then, uh, the brokerages, the major brokerages, have actually you know, kind of discouraged the public from even doing them. When I'm for all of the ways there are out there to research stocks and and do technical or fundamental analysis and all that, I don't even do that anymore. The the only thing I want to know when I'm considering uh, trading stock, uh, trading a stock is does it trade options? Uh, if if options are available on it, I'll be interested, and if not, I won't. And that's because uh, the knee jerk reaction. When you talk about trading options, the knee-jerk reaction is, oh, oh, options, they're risky. Well, are options risky? Options were actually created as a risk management tool. You can use them in highly speculative ways where you could literally you know, put your kid through college overnight or lose everything overnight. Okay, They can be risky. You can also use them, as you said at the outset, to hedge positions to actually limit or eliminate risk for anything from an individual stock to an entire portfolio. There are only two kinds of financial options. There's a call and there's a put. They're easy to remember because a call is the right to buy stock and a put is the right to sell stock. A call is, is, so they're easy to remember because if you want a stock, you call it to you, and if you want to get rid of a stock, you put it somewhere else. So when I say a call is the right to buy a stock, let's say that we have, uh, we're looking at ABC stock, and ABC is trading at 20, we think that's a pretty good price, and we'd like to own 100 shares at 20. Problem is, we don't really have the $2,000 right now that, that would easily make the, the stock purchasable. So what we can do is we can go look at the call options. And let's say that a call option is trading for $100. You can buy that call option with what's called a strike price at 20, meaning you can per you have the right for a limited amount of time, you have the right to purchase 100 shares of ABC for $20 a share, no matter what it's trading for in the open market. So the call is the right to buy 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. And again, you said that that price is the strike price. That is the strike price. 
there are three basic things here. You have the strike price, the timed expiration, and the option premium. The option premium is what you pay for the right, the call. So let's say that we get somewhere between now and the time the option expires, and ABC is trading for $26 a share. What you now have the right to do is exercise your right, exercise your call option to purchase 100 shares of that of ABC stock at $20 a share, even though it is trading on the open market at 26. A put is exactly the opposite. And puts are absolutely my favorite way to encourage people to start using options once they have enough experience paper trading, uh, reading the option chains and, and all of that. Uh, this is extraordinarily powerful stuff. And for all the advanced ways there are to trade options out there, all the different strategies and, and cool sounding names and spreads and all that, buying, buying calls and selling puts, the two most basic strategies for option trading, uh, to this day, I've been doing this for over 20 years, to this day are still the most effective. And it's really, really exciting. The, the, I always say the put second because the put's the more exciting one, uh, to me anyway. So let's say you do have the $2,000 available. You go out and you buy 100 shares of ABC at $20 a share. You now have $2,000 invested and you have $2,000 at risk. Amount invested is the amount at risk. And 99% of the time, that's true because 99% of investors out there don't trade options. Now what you can do is you can go and buy a put. Again, a put is the right to sell 100 shares of stock at a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. You can buy a put, and let's say the put costs $100. You can buy the put for $100. You now have... $2,100 invested, but you only have $100 at risk. This is the primary example, and, and that's because let's say that we get to expiration uh, sometime between now and expiration. Let's say that ABC has gone out of business. They have fallen to zero. You have a contract with another investor who is obligated to pay $20 a share for that stock, regardless of what it's trading for on the open market. So that's how I'm saying you have one, you have $2,100 invested, but only two, oh, only $100 at risk because you're going to be able to recoup that $2,000 if something really, really bad happens before that option expires and you exercise your right to put your shares or sell your shares to the investor on the other side of the contract. And that's just like hedging. What you're talking about is you're using options to hedge your existing stock position. It is the ultimate hedge. Exactly right. right. It is the ultimate hedge. So, you know, uh, how do these things exist, right? I mean, what, what actually is it? An option is nothing more than a contract between two investors. That's all it is. 
you have, and, and we'll use the example of the put again, I buy 100 shares, and I want to make sure that my maximum loss is zero, less the cost of my, and let's call it what it is, insurance. You're literally buying insurance on your 200 shares or on your 100 shares of ABC at $20 a share. You and, are insuring your $2,000 asset for $100. And and the you know the the important thing that just I want to pick up on the term that you used in your example, you you used 100, that's the premium. That's the premium that you pay to have the right. So these options uh you buy options and that's that's the what you pay for them for that insurance policy is is the premium and i think it, it, i mean it basically using the lens of insurance is a, is a good example so continue yeah and and that's exactly uh that's exactly why you're <laughs> you're 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 bringing this full circle perfectly because that is the example i use i you know let's call it what it is insurance and what do you call it when you send in the money for your policy well we call it the premium right you have your auto insurance premium, you have your homeowner's premium, you have your renter's premium. Well, here you have your put premium or your call premium. That's all it is. If you are using, if you are the investor that is using the option as a hedge, as insurance on your invested asset, you're paying a premium for an insurance policy. That's it. The person on the other side of that contract, the one that sold you the insurance, your maximum loss if you buy the put is $100. You're out the premium you paid for the right to sell the shares at the point you bought them. You don't have to pick a strike price that's exactly at the point you bought them. Uh, you You can make it lower. So you could say, you know what? If this gets down to 15, I want to make sure that, you know, I can get out for no more than a five-point loss, and for that I'll pay X amount of premium. Uh, so you don't have to set it right at what your purchase price was. However, where your maximum exposure on a $20 stock with a strike price of 20 that costs $100 is $100. The person on the other side of that trade, they're not the ones that are hedging. They're the ones that are speculating. They're not buying insurance. They're selling insurance, and they're saying that because they're selling insurance, the odds are on their side. So their maximum potential loss in that case, and this arithmetic is easier to follow on, uh, you know, on, a, on a whiteboard, but you, if you are the seller of that put, that means the buyer has the right to put it to you at $20 a share. Your maximum possible gain is $100, the premium you were paid. Your maximum possible loss is $1,900. And it's $1,900 because you're going to have to, if the stock went all the way to zero, you're going to be forced to buy that stock at $20 a share, so there's $2,000, but you've already collected $100 in premium, so your net exposure, your net loss is $1,900. Is that 
so on the option contract is a zero sum game. Somebody is right and somebody is wrong. Somebody is using the option to protect an invested asset. Somebody else is speculating that they can keep premium and have what amounts to an infinite infinite return because they didn't invest anything. They collected money in hopes that they'd be able to keep the money because the stock never gets put to them. So that that is the you know the the one person is taking tremendous risk and the other person is eliminating tremendous risk. One thing I wanted to throw in here uh and if I'm not mistaken and that goes across the board all these contracts are in 100 share lots regardless of the price of the stock. Right. When I when I do the seminar when I'm doing the calls and puts I continue to drill on this uh, in the middle of a sentence, right before a break, right after a break, I will say, what is a call? And everybody needs to recite over and over and over, a call is the right to buy 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. What is a put? A put is the right to sell 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. This is true. It is 100 shares at a time is what's called the standard option contract that trades out there in the open markets all day, every day. Are there exceptions? Yes. And this is why I say you can't just, you know, run right out after you listen to this show and start trading options. You have to learn how to read the option quotes, the option chains, because the caveat there is unless otherwise stated, yeah, it is yeah, that's necessarily 100 shares of stock that must also trade on standard public markets. And that that and then and again that price that Matt was talking about that underlying price is known as the strike price, or I've even heard it used at uh, exercise price as well. Yeah, exercise price, assignment price, strike price. Those those are all synonyms. And again. Uh, we're doing this when, when I'm doing the options thing, like I said, I do it last and kind of ties everything else together. So we're throwing a lot of words here and some of them, you know, with context, some without, but yeah, premium is the cost. And this is, uh, you're, you're hitting on where, where most of the confusion comes in early on with understanding options. You have the strike price. That's the price at which the buyer of the option, the owner of the option, has the right to buy or sell the stock at that price. The premium is the amount of money paid to have that right. That's a, I'm glad you hit on that and, and, and just hit on that again because that's a big dis- distinction uh, between the strike price and the actual premium that you are paying for the option. And it just hit that one more time. Sure. Uh, So again, using our ABC example with a strike price of 20 at $100, that means for $100, I can have the right to buy 100 shares at $20 a share. The strike price is the price at which stock can be bought or sold. The premium is what is paid for that right. So let's leave it there real quick because we got to go to a commercial break. Uh, we're going to do some plugs here 
uh, before so, and then we'll just kind of pick up this conversation. So first of all, on my end, hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would be huge. You'd totally be doing me a solid, uh, so I'd really appreciate that. And then, as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new episode drops. We will be back uh, next Tuesday, by the way. So uh, we're going to continue our conversation with Matt Matigan. We'll get his plugs on the other side of the break. So we will be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back with Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. And then, as always, check out Matt's blog at blueworldam.com. Before the break, we were doing plugs. Matt, what kind of plug do you have for the uh, 
Gaines listener today. You know, I, I, I think the, the plugs that I'll always do are, um, <laughs> for those who have questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, my, uh, my email is mmatigan at blueworldam.com. I'm always happy to, to field questions, and if I can't answer them, uh, kind of what I do is I, I steer you in the right direction. Yeah, so yeah, you know, definitely take uh, advantage of the resource that Matt just provided if you have questions. And again, he he knows a ton and teaches uh, courses on options, so this is one of his sweet spots. Okay, so we've uh, kind of setting the table again. We've kind of gone to the uh, gone through the very basics of what an option is. Um, we've talked a lot about how uh, investors can use it as a hedge. You can also use it as a way to just make money outright as well. So I think, Matt, let's talk about, you know, we've talked about hedging. Explain how investors use it as just a way to sometimes just make straight money. Being consistent with my my stated teaching style here. Uh, To review real quick, a call is the right to buy 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time, and a put is the right to sell. 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. The price at which stock can be bought or sold is the strike price, and the amount of premium, uh, the amount paid for that right is the premium. We, we kind of already hit on the example of there are two sides to every option contract, the buyer and the seller. The seller, in the case of the put, uh, that is the speculator that person is looking to make money outright uh, by taking in cash for selling you an insurance policy. The other thing that we can do to make money on, uh, on the options is if, if you were to – now, very, very round numbers here. Uh, we're going to use the rule of thumb for these examples – that for every point that the stock goes up or down relative to the call or put strike price, it moves point for point with the stock. So in other words, if you buy a call with a strike price of 20 and the stock goes up to 21, the call value goes from one to two. If you buy a put with a strike price of 20, and the stock drops to 19, the put value will rise to two. In other words, point for point. Now, that's a rule of thumb. It doesn't always work uh, that perfectly, but that's what we'll use for the example. So let's say I I, I like ABC stock. I I like the company. I think it's going places, and I think $20 is pretty good good, um, uh, price. So I can go and pay $100 for that call, and I now have the right to buy 100 shares of that stock at 20 between now and the time the option expires. Well, what if I never intend to own the stock? What if the stock shoots up to 26 and I don't really want to own the stock? I never did want to own the stock. I'm just trying to make money uh, a more highly leveraged uh, rise uh, return in the stock price. So – if I paid $100 and the stock rises by six points, it goes from 20 to 26, the value of the call just went from $100 to $700 because it rose point for point above the strike price. With the stock, 
I can now sell the call for $700. I bought it for 100. I'm going to sell it for 700. That's a $600 profit. And that's and that's why there are and and, and that's why it just fits perfect for the gains podcast on the, you know, so, side other than hedging. I mean, you can really uh, especially if you're playing um options and and you're getting something out of the strike price and then it falls in. I mean, there's some really real profit potential here. Uh, and you you've just spoke to that, Matt. Yeah, and and that is the highly leveraged returns that are that that are available with the options. And keep in mind too, you know, we're using stocks as the examples here, but I want everybody to know Options are available on just about everything. You can trade options on bonds, stocks, futures, currencies, cryptos, ETFs. Uh, the sky's the limit. It is the and ultimate. It's it is options. Uh, just real quick here, options they really are the ultimate hedge. And I'm glad you brought that up. You know, we're using stocks as an example. But gold, oil, commodities, bonds, I mean, you, you could, there are option contracts on basically anything that's traded. So that's, that, that it's, that's important to, to realize that, you know, we're using stocks as, as examples here. But, I mean, this, is, this can be used in markets across the board. Well, and, and uh, you know, to, no pun intended here, but that's what I love so much about options is there are so many options. Uh, we we talk good. <laughs> about we we talk about how you can buy the put, which is the equivalent of buying insurance on a two thousand dollar position. But if I can generate, I, 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 I by and large I subscribe to the theory: don't risk a dollar to make a quarter, <laughs> risk a quarter to make a dollar. Right, right. And you know, tell me how this is not risk management. I could buy 100 shares. I could buy 100 shares at 20 and put $2,000 at risk. And I could make what would amount to, uh, you know, if we make the numbers easy and round, let's say the stock goes from 20 to 25. I just made $500 relative to the 2,000. That's a 25% return, right? Very few, in, very few stock investors would ever turn their nose up at a 25% return. However, if I put up $100, and I sell for 600 that is a 500% return. I risked a quarter to make a dollar. I put fewer of my resources at risk to make a higher return. I call it defying the law of gravity and in investing. The law of gravity and in investing says in order to make more, you got to risk more. Options are a way to defy the law of gravity. And so that, you know, it, I, I consider it no less a hedge no less an asset protection move to buy and sell the option than uh, than it is to buy the put uh, on a on a two thousand dollar position. What you're doing is you're managing risk, you're managing resources, and and you're maintaining more control over how much you have at risk and being able to better define the risk. And that's why I say at the beginning. I'm sure it didn't make much sense to anybody that I say I don't research stocks or look over their, their financial statements or read the charts or anything like that. I don't care. I know that through options, I can limit my risk to a known tolerance. 
And to me, that's worth its its weight in gold. Uh, and, and then, Matt, real quick, intended. I mean, this this is kind of in your sweet spot. I'm not surprised you would eventually find your way in options. I knew you've been in it for a long time. Didn't you come from the insurance industry originally a, a million years ago? <laughs> or maybe not a million years ago. Yeah, well, no, it, it was a million years <laughs> ago. And uh, I, I won't even begin to tell you how I got to the insurance industry. Uh, but but that was uh, I, I was I was the CEO. I, I started out as as an expert medical witness uh, and peer review expert, and that got me known in insurance circles. Ultimately, I became the CEO of an insurance company, and a major major part of my responsibility was, of course, managing the investment portfolio at an institutional level. That is, that is, I, I'm not just going to say where I learned out, that is why I learned options, uh, because I was completely dissatisfied with the risk management tools being employed to protect policyholders' money <laughs> at, at the time. So it, I, I learned it for that purpose and have employed it. Uh, ever since in any business or industry I've ever consulted for. Yeah, it, it just when when we, when we I've known we've talked about your past and 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 some of the other industries and other places you, you've you've been involved with and and I was like yeah this naturally makes sense because where you came from it's all about managing risk and that's why options are such a great tool. Um, there's a couple terms that get thrown around and I want want you to address them. In fact, I'd even mentioned buying options um, that are way out of the money and get it, you know, and, and, and you can get them at it. You know, the premiums are pretty cheap on that. And I wanted you, and then, and then I wanted you to, to address when something falls into the money. So kind of, kind of talk about that when we use those terms, kind of explain that, Matt. Oh, sure. And, and that's great. Those are, those are just more basic terms when we're talking about options. Uh, it's very simple. If it, let's say that the stock, you know, XYZ, ABC, make up any stock you want. Uh, the stock is trading in the open uh, market right now for $20 a share. And you have a, an option, you have a call and a put, uh, both have a strike price of 20. Okay. The stock is trading at 20 and the strike price is 20 that option is said to be at the money, all right? Let's say that the stock is trading in the open market at 20 and the call is trading for 21 and the put is trading, or I'm sorry, the, the call is a strike price of 21 and the put is a strike price of 19. Those two, call, that call and that put, those two options are said to be near the money. They're within a point of where the stock actually is in the open market. The further away you get from the from the uh, current market price with your strike prices, the further you get out of the money. And and then the premiums often, you know, the further you're out of the money, uh, the premium the is cheaper the, the, the cheaper the premium is. If you're far out of, if you buy an option that's far out of the the money. Uh, you know the premiums can be quite cheap, um, and even if you and, and a lot of times and and one other thing, not to get too complicated, but you know you don't have you can play options 
out of the money, and if the market moves a little bit, it never has to actually hit that strike price. You may see a quick rise in the premium and make a quick profit. I know, I, yeah, I know, I'm going, going, getting a little detailed here, but just kind of pick up on that, Matt. Oh, okay, yeah, and and you're you're completely correct. And I guess I've never really asked you: Do you do any option trading? Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll use them okay, as a hedge. I, I, I I, you know what? So because you know the language extremely well. Yeah, and 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 I I'll. I, I can use them as a hedge, and then also if I see something that I think's going to move, and there's a really good deal on an option way out of the uh, money, and I can get a super cheap premium, uh, then, then you know I'll use that as a way to make some juice. Oh sure, yeah, and yeah. again the the rule of thumb is point for point. So if a one hundred dollar call. Uh, on a strike price of 20 as a stock that goes to 21, well, the price, uh, the value of the option is going to rise one point as well. Uh, so that'll be worth $200. But like you said, it never has to hit the strike price for you to make money. If you buy a deep out of the money call, let's say that the stock is trading at 20 and you buy a call with a strike price of 50. Well, in order for that for that call to get to a point where it was at the money, you need a 30-point rise in that stock. But let's say that that call is only trading for $15. Well, if that stock were to make a move from 20 to 30, well, it's still deep out of the money. It's still not it's only a third of the way to the money, uh, but that $15 call is probably now worth somewhere around $45, $50 because the closer it gets to the money, the faster the value of the call will rise. And it's exactly the opposite with the put. I can give you three ways to make money on the rise of any stock. Buy the stock, buy the call, sell the put. If you're right and the stock goes up, all three of those will make you money. I can give you three ways to make money on a drop in the stock. Sell the stock short, sell the call, or buy the put. Everything is just the opposite. So uh, when you have three different ways that you can make money, uh, you increase your odds of success by being right while limiting your exposure to if you're wrong. And then one other thing just to, to pick up on the option side this is all, and you alluded to this at the beginning, it's all within the time frame of the option. And explain that real quick. Okay. Uh, I use going to a movie as an example. Let's say you go to okay. a movie. <clears throat> you have a movie that starts at 5 p.m. and you pay $8 for a ticket. Okay. What, when you buy that ticket, the, the amount of money you pay, that $8, that's the equivalent of the option premium because you just paid $8 for the right to see the movie. You didn't buy the movie. You don't own the movie. All you own is the right or the option to see the movie. So in theory, uh, if the movie starts at 5 and it's a two-hour movie, uh, by the time – first of all, you're under no obligation to go see the movie. You can throw the ticket in the street and say, I really don't want to see it, and just forfeit your $8. Nobody is going to come running down to make you go see the movie. Uh, but if you decide I'm going to go in and see the movie that starts at five, I'm going in at five o'clock. You theoretically, you get all $8 worth of your ticket. If you go in at five at, at uh, 6 PM 
an hour of the movie has already gone by, so your ticket has now lost half its value because the movie's half over, so you only have about four dollars left. You get to the end of the movie, your your right to see the movie expires at seven PM because you paid eight dollars for the right to see a two hour movie specifically that starts at five PM. That is exactly the concept of expiration for options. You can buy an option that literally expires the next day, or you can buy an option that expires uh, years out. But the expiration is a hard stop. The time to expiration. So an option that expires in a week is going to have far lower premium than an option that expires in three months. And time value is a major part in determining what the premium paid for that option is. I love that example, by the way. I use sitting outside the United Center during a Bulls game with tickets as as a similar example. Yeah, so okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. And and of course, Andy, yours is more fun. <laughs> no, but I I do I I like um you know that example. That's a, it's it's a really good way of of kind of laying out there. And then, and then again, too, uh as you're starting to get close to the end, I mean, that's when you start seeing those premiums are going to drop because after that expiration, which you mentioned, as you said, is a hard time then it's it's done. And one other yeah. thing real quick about options, you know, as far as in that kind of situation, you mentioned you could just throw out your, your ticket. You don't have to go see the movie um, or, or, or the game, in, in my example. Um, but that's all you're out to. And, and explain that, you know, versus like a futures contract and, and other vehicles, you know, that option, you don't have to exercise it. And uh, the most you can lose in that example is just the premium that you paid for for that option. And explain that. You're very fond of describing yourself as a degenerate risk taker, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. So if you're the degenerate risk taker, I'm the degenerate coward. (laughs) That's that's funny. Terrified of losing money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, or at least losing an amount that, that I can't directly control. Right. So, you know, it, do I trade futures? Absolutely, I trade futures. But I am far more likely to trade options on futures. Uh, because exactly to your point, if I spend $2,000 to buy a stock, I've got $2,000 of risk. I, you know, that's what I put out there, and that's what I could lose. Uh, But if I buy the call, well, you know, there's a gimme and a gotcha. It it works both ways. On the one hand, I've got far, far, far less money at risk with a potential for a much bigger percent return. But if I buy the stock, there's no expiration date. I can hold that stock forever and wait for it to go up. Whereas with the option, I only have so much time. But with the option – If I'm trading, people get confused by the, uh, you hear the advertisements for futures trading where they say very, very clearly, you can lose some, all, or more than your initial investment. People are like, well, how do I lose more than my initial investment? Well, it's because when you're trading futures, you're trading based on a down payment. Your investment is a down payment. It's only a percentage of the value of the contract, but when the contract settles, 
it settles at full price. So that can be many, many times greater than the small down payment you made to get the contract. Highly leveraged well, situation. And if, I'm sorry? No, I said that's that's a leveraged situation that you're speaking about. Yeah, yeah. Very, very highly leveraged situation that, again, could go many times in your favor, but it could also go many times uh, in the reverse. If, on the other hand, you buy a call or a put on that same futures contract, well, if, if it goes your way, you can make that huge, highly leveraged return on the option itself, but your loss can never be greater than the premium you paid. And that I, I think that's what you were referring to. Yes, just now, yes. Correct? No, no, that, between... that that actually, that's an important distinction. Be, you know, it's different than trading, uh, you know, futures contracts. That's an actual contract that you have to make good at the end. Um, right. Uh, right. Where an option just, you know, gives you yeah. the option to buy a stock or sell a stock at a particular price, you know, depending yeah. on if you uh, do a call or a put. Do we have time for me to give uh, uh, one more example? Yeah, one of... more. You know what? Yeah. In, in fact, we're, we're going to wrap this up, but give one more example and just kind of recap all of this in that example. And then we're going to we'll delve into this topic with Matt in future gains podcasts so you know you're going to definitely want to tune in and, and we're going to take this even farther in future episodes but yeah matt go ahead and use your example and kind of tie this all together in a nice bow for us okay perfect <clears throat> the uh, uh I, early early on i said you know options can limit risk or they can create risk they can limit risk to literally zero no risk at all uh they can also create un limited risk. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give examples of, of zero risk and unlimited risk. Okay. And it's the same thing with one slight difference. Okay. We said a call is the right to buy 100 shares of stock for a predetermined price for a predetermined amount of time. Now, let's say that I am a speculator. I'm not a hedger. I sell a call with a strike price of 20. I have sold somebody the right to buy 100 shares of stock at 20. That circumstance creates unlimited risk because how high is up? Let's say between now and expiration, the price of the stock goes from 20 to infinity and the owner of the option decides to exercise their right. That means I have to go into the open market Buy the stock for infinity and sell it for 20. Okay? Selling, that's called selling a naked call, and it creates unlimited risk. Now, selling the puts have tremendous risk, but it's still always limited to the difference between the premium you paid and the strike price. That's not true when you're selling naked calls. When you're selling, they're called naked or uncovered calls. The other way to sell calls is to this day my favorite option strategy of all time. I do it all day, every day, would do it in my sleep if I thought I could. There is such a thing as called selling a covered call. A covered call means you own 100 shares. You already own the stock. And instead of buying a put to fully hedge the downside, let's say that you sell a covered call. So, 
you paid $2,000 to get 100 shares at 20, and then let's say you go and sell a, a covered call, and you receive $100 premium. Now what you've done is you've given somebody else the right to buy your shares from you at $25 a share. Well, let's get to the end of time here. We get to expiration. If the stock is trading for below 25, the buyer is not going to exercise, and you're going to keep all 100 shares. And guess what? You get to keep the $100 for selling the option. And, and then just so one just real quick. your cost basis to 19. Really quick here. That's that this tactic that Matt is talking about is to uh, is a great way to make income or a premium off of your existing portfolio of stock that you you know already own. And, and, and that's exactly right. I, it raises eyebrows when I say, what if I told you you can pull cash, cash, realized cash into your account, you can pull cash out of your stock without selling your stock. <laughs> that raises some eyebrows. And, and that's exactly but, what but you're what talking want, about. What I want everybody to know here is that I have had stocks in my portfolios where I have a basis of less than zero because I have pulled so much premium out of these, uh, out of these options and none of them exercised. So, so I've actually pulled out more money over time than what I spent to begin with to own the stock. Wow. That's, that is my favorite application talk about, of options, and it is zero risk. Talk about making serious, serious gains. And again, the, the zero risk part comes because you actually own the shares yourself already. And right. uh, and, and, that's, and, and let me explain that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I kind of blew through that. Let me explain the zero risk concept. Uh, there are those that say selling covered calls is highly risky because you could end up, you know, getting your shares uh, sold. You know, like if the stock goes to thirty, you have to sell at twenty-five. So you made a twenty-six. You made a six-dollar profit. The five-point rise in the stock that you had to sell at twenty-five and the hundred that you received. But I subscribe to the, you know, uh, any profit is good profit theory. I nobody ever went poor booking profit, but. When I say it is zero risk, when you are selling covered calls, if you subscribe to that theory that it's risky because the stock might get assigned, well, under that theory, you should never buy a stock because it could go down. But if you do buy a stock, you should never sell it because it could go up higher. Uh, I, I don't subscribe to either of those. So if I go and I sell that covered call and I keep pulling money out, it is zero risk when we define risk as the ability to come out of the investment better off or worse off than when you went in. When you sell a covered call, there is no way to come out of the investment worse than you went in because it makes any loss a smaller loss and it makes any gain a bigger gain. That's about all you need to know right there. I mean, that's a pretty stuff. darn good situation to be in and a great tactic to deploy. So let's uh, we've covered a ton of ground and uh, but we did get into the basics and that that's really, really good. Any kind of final parting shots? And then I'm going to have you give them uh, that email, your email again. I'm sure there may be some questions and you might be able to field some of that for our, our gains listeners who are interested in reaching out. Yeah, so, and, I, and I am. I am always happy to answer those questions. Uh, the the takeaway uh, the takeaway is 
options are an extremely powerful tool. Hopefully we've, we've given some examples of that. But in the inexperienced hand, <laughs> they can be very, very dangerous. So, again, I don't want anybody to just run right out there and arbitrarily start trying to sell, uh, you know, covered calls and buying puts and all that. You can get yourself into trouble. Uh, pursue the additional knowledge. Uh, like you said, Andy, hopefully we'll be talking about this more in depth as time goes. Uh, but there's a whole lot of learning that needs to be done. And my email is m. M-A-T-I-G-I-A-N, so M Matigan at Blue World A-M, that's Blue World Apple Mary dot com. And then, of course, uh, Matt's blog at BlueWorldAM.com. Hey, thanks for uh, kind of sitting down, holding our hands uh, through this as we as we kind of just get our beak wet, so to speak. And again, we'll we'll just continue the uh, conversation um, next time we have. We'll have you on here uh, down the road in 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 the beginning part of next year, and we can kind of take this conversation to the to the next level as well. So, um, hey right. Matt, I mean, hey, good stuff. Uh, anything else here? And and by the way, have a happy new year, and, and thanks for all the info. Yeah, happy new year uh, to you, your family, everybody out there that's listening. Uh, stay safe out there. Okay, that's gonna wrap up our game podcast as always be sure to subscribe follow leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts if that's an option and as always subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new episode drops we are back next tuesday and i just got off the phone with andy bush he will be joining us then so we're gonna have a great show love having andy bush on have a happy new year and we will see you on tuesday a news radio wbbm podcast powered by odyssey t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.